the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Difference Makers. I'm Mike Lee, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, AM 860 The Answer, the new KPAM, AM 1640 The Patriot, 93.1 LRA and 104.1 The Fish. And if you'd like to find out what it takes to qualify for hosting your own radio program, how to become an authority and expand the reach of your ministry or your business, even host one of our events to bring people to your church or business at no cost to you, just send me an email. Mike Lee at kpdq.com is the address. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at kpdq.com. And speaking of events, we're extremely excited to have on the line one of the hosts of Family Life Today. It's Bob Lapine. You'll hear Family Life Today and Family Life This Week weekdays at 9.30 a.m. and again at 1 a.m. on 93.9 KPDQ-FM. You can also hear it on True Talk 800 weekdays at 10.30. So welcome, Bob. How are you today? Hey, Mike. Always great to be with you. Thanks. Well, one of the great things that Family Life does as a ministry is to host big events. And in this case, the one that we hear so many good things about every year is called Weekend to Remember. And Family Life is excited to bring it back to Portland. It'll be Friday through Sunday, November 16th through the 18th. And I have all these details on the weekend being just the perfect occasion to get your relationship back on track. But what are your thoughts on it, Bob, after all these years? Oh, I, I love coming to Weekend to Remember Getaways and uh, really looking forward to being in Portland. In fact, this is uh, this is the only getaway where I'm speaking this fall. So it's exciting to come up the Pacific Northwest and, and be with hundreds of couples from not just around the area. We've got people who are coming in from uh, from dozens of states who are coming to Portland for the weekend so that we can uh, focus for a couple of days on what matters most, and that's our relationship with one another, our marriage, and how we make sure that we do the right kind of preventive maintenance. You know, that's I, I think of this as like your your uh, 12-month, 12,000-mile tune-up that you get for your car that keeps it running and keeps it out of the shop. That's what the getaway is for a lot of couples. It's it's the tune-up that you need so that your marriage keeps running and, and you can keep your marriage out of the shop for, for the next uh, couple of years. And speaking of marriage, would you like to elaborate on your own, Bob Lapine? <laughs> well, Marianne and I got married back all the way back a long time ago, back in 1979. So we are heading toward our 40th anniversary, which is coming up next May. And uh, uh, we've been we we, uh, we have five kids who are all adult kids and who are all married. Uh, so we we know a little bit about the challenges, but also about the joys that come with marriage. So, just between you and us, do you have any big plans for your anniversary coming up, or is that all secretive? No, it's not secret. In fact, we we jumped the gun on this. Uh, we had the opportunity this summer to go with uh, with my friend Alistair Begg uh, to on a, on a Reformation tour in Europe, and so that's our. We decided to make that our early anniversary getaway. We may still, you know, have uh, have a nice dinner and then maybe even take a weekend away. But uh, it was great to to do one of those bucket list trips, one of those things that you'll do once in a lifetime and get a chance to see Reformation sites in Germany and uh, in Europe. That must have been a rush for the other people on the cruise to have the hosts of Truth for Life and Family Life this week all in one fell swoop. Uh, one of the privileges I have is being able to uh, be the announcer voice for Alistair's program. And so, uh, yeah, there were, there were uh, I don't know, there were maybe 80, 90 couples who were with us on board, and uh, we, we had a great uh, we had a great tour. Any highlights of this cruise? You know, uh, for, for me, the highlights were seeing the Reformation sites going to the 
uh, the Castle Church in Wittenberg where Luther nailed the 95 Theses and, and going to the monastery in Erfurt where he uh, he was converted, going to the Wartburg Castle and seeing where he translated the uh, the New Testament from Greek into German so that German speakers could read it in their own language. I mean, this is this is such a rich part of Christian history, and to be there and to see these sites and and to know that uh, I'm standing in the place where where God 500 years ago brought about a uh, uh, an important reformation in the history of His Church. It was th- th- those were the highlights for me. So, was this the first trip to this land for you and your wife? Yeah, we've we've never been to uh, to this part of the world. Actually, Marianne was born in Germany. Her her dad was stationed in uh, in Germany in the military, but we were a couple hundred miles away from where she was born. And she told me that she wouldn't recognize it anyway because she was just a baby when she was born. So we're extremely thrilled that we get the Bob Lapine live in person at the Portland Weekend to Remember at the beautiful Portland Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel. So are there certain areas in Portland that you like to visit when you're in town? You know, I have, I've been in Portland probably a half a dozen times. And so uh, probably the first two places that I like to visit are Powell's Bookstore and then um, – I got to admit, I'm a fan of Blue Star Donuts. I mean, I know everybody goes to Voodoo, but a good Blue Star Donut does just fine for me. I I love uh, I love driving in the air. I love seeing Mount Hood. Love uh, seeing the Columbia River and and just the beautiful natural areas that's that's a part of the Pacific Northwest. And then I've got I've got friends who are out west of town, uh, out in the Gresham area, and and have uh, loved getting some time with them. And then I told you, Mike, that uh, my priority this time, now this is this is just a little inside stuff here, but I have been on a quest since uh, 1995 to eat at every cheesecake factory in America. And I know people are thinking, are you kidding me? No, I, when I get to Portland, I've, I've been to one, but they just, they just built a new one there a couple years ago. So I am going to uh, the second location in Portland to have dinner at the Cheesecake Factory, and this will be location number, are you ready? Location number 125. So it's kind of a milestone location for me, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I can't even fathom how many locations the Cheesecake Factory would have across the world. Do you know anything about that? They got about 170 domestically, and there are another 25 or 30 internationally. And I, I haven't been there. There are four in Dubai, so I haven't made it there yet. Haven't been to the one in Toronto, or uh, there are. So it's interesting the different locations where they are. But I haven't been to a Cheesecake Factory out of the country. I've, uh, I've made mine all in the in the uh, good old USA. Well, first of all, kudos on the fact that you know of and you visit Blue Star Donuts. My hipster <laughs> kids would say that you know where it's at because they consider, say, Voodoo Donuts the one that the tourists frequent, but oh, Blue yeah. Star's for I, the I'm real people. I'm going where the tourists go. I'm going to the authentic Portland donut place. And do you have a favorite particular donut that you're looking forward to? Now, you know what? Just about any donut will do me. It uh, just depends on what I'm in the mood for that morning. So getting back to your accomplishment of visiting so many locations of the Cheesecake Factory, are you the type that's tried everything on the menu, or do you order the exact same thing every time? I uh, I vary what I, I take. I haven't tried. There are 250 items on the menu, so I have not tried everything on the menu. But I've probably tried 20 different cheesecakes, and I've probably tried uh, 40 different entrees, I would say. It scares me that you have such knowledge of the Cheesecake Factory, Bob Levine. <laughs> so is this something that your wife, Marianne, enjoys? She, she is a, uh, a more than willing participant in this quest. She does not have the same fervor or passion that I have. I mean, I, I was on a trip to Houston not long ago, and uh, we got done with, with uh, what we were doing there at about 9 o'clock at night. And there was a location that was 35 miles away, but... When was I ever going to get back there? So I drove down at 9.30 at night to uh, eat at the Cheesecake Factory that was 35 miles away so that I could cross it off the list. That's just wild. So is oh, that is that your idea of a good date for you and Marianne, a Cheesecake <laughs> Factory run? You know, I mean, we, 
we like going there, and, and part of it is because if you got 250 items on the menu, you're both going to find something you like. That's very convenient. So, yeah. as is the fact that you have so graciously offered to come out a day earlier than anticipated for Weekend to Remember and invite our listeners to an appreciation event. We're going to call it Parenting with a Purpose with Bob Lapina Family Life. It'll be Thursday, November 15th, starting at 7 p.m. And thank, first of all, thank you for offering to come out a day early to host this event for our listeners. We're very excited about that. And do you get a rush out of talking to church crowds as well as big arenas? I, I love the opportunity, whether it's a, a group of, uh, you know, two or three dozen parents all the way up to, uh, uh, I've, I've been in events at the Moda Center. So I, I, I love when I get an opportunity um, to talk to crowds of any size when we're talking about what the Bible has to say about marriage and about parenting. And I've been at work, Mike, for the last two years helping to develop a video series that Family Life has just created called The Art of Parenting. So I've had the opportunity to uh, travel around the country and to talk to uh, to people who are authors, pastors, theologians, experts on the subject of parenting, people who have studied this uh, for a lifetime and and put all of the information in this new video series and along the way to uh, to really learn from the best about uh, some of the key aspects that that go into successful parenting. And so I'm really looking forward to uh, having an evening with folks there in Portland and to talk about wh- what's at the heart of, what, what are the key elements? What is it that effective parents are doing that are, are causing them to win when it comes to raising their kids? Because let's face it, if, if you've got kids, there is nothing that is more passionate for you than to want your kids to do well and to thrive in life. And, and there are things that the Bible talks about that can help us orient our lives and, and, uh, and point our kids in the right direction. So now that your five kids are adults and no longer living under your roof, how do you think you did? We need to not regret things or question what we did in the past because we try to do the best we can with what we have at the moment. But yeah. how are your kids today, and have they made you a grandparent yet? <laughs> we uh, we have been made grandparents six times over, and uh, number seven is coming up in the new year, so we're excited about that. And I think every parent uh, looks back on their parenting and and has some regrets. I mean, I think we look back and go, boy, if we could do it again with what we know now, we'd do some things differently that's where God's grace comes in and just covers over the mistakes we made. I sometimes wonder, why did God give give uh, children to such young and inexperienced people? And part of the reason was because He was doing a work in our hearts and lives as He as we were raising our kids. But here's the here's the joy for us with our five kids. Uh, the the two things that Marianne and I celebrate is the fact that all five of our kids know the Lord. All five of our kids are married and married to believers. And all five of our kids still like each other. In fact, we we find pretty regularly, a couple times a week, uh, everybody in the family is texting the whole family about, oh, I got a text this morning from my son in Denver, and he says, uh, the leaves are turning here, and he sent a couple pictures from there. And that got everybody going with what autumn looks like in their part of the world, because they all live in, they, they all live outside of Arkansas. That's that's the challenge for us, is our kids have all moved away, and so we have to travel to go see them. But it's nice to stay connected electronically and, and then get a chance to visit with them uh, when we when we can. And hopefully they've got some cheesecake factories in their hometowns where they're raising their families. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've taken care of everywhere they live. The uh, the local cheesecake factories have already been crossed off the list. So you may have heard of Lake Bible Church. That's the home church of the lovely Pastor Jim Andrews, host of The Final Word, a mainstay of our stations for years now, in addition to the church of Mike and Lori Sheffield, who host Agape Marriage Connection. Lake Bible Church is on Carmen Drive, just north of Cruiseway in Lake Oswego. And Thursday, November 15th, beginning at 7 p.m., you get to enjoy a free admission listener appreciation event called Parenting with a Purpose, featuring Bob Lapine 
of family life. And thanks to Bob and Emmett and their team, we're going to get some great family life giveaways, including Dennis and Barbara Rainey's new Art of Parenting, Art of Marriage prizes, and even a complimentary registration to Weekend to Remember, which was Bob's first purpose for coming out to see us here in Portland. Weekend to Remember will be Friday through Sunday, November 16th through the 18th at the Portland Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel. It's a marriage retreat that's a prime opportunity to come and experience a weekend that you won't soon forget. Any words of encouragement for those who might be on the fence about Weekend to Remember, Bob? Well, first of all, I'll just say somebody who comes out to to our parenting event on Thursday night will get that free certificate to attend uh, a, a weekend to remember. And, and you don't have to come the next night. You may be booked up for the weekend. That's fine. The certificate will be good for next year. Or if you want to travel to a weekend to remember event, you can do that. But we're going to give one of those away on Thursday night. And for the couples who are coming to the weekend to remember, uh, Again, I'm I'm excited about being there and being a part of it with everybody. But I I just think wherever you are in your marriage, and I know we got some folks who are listening who are going, hey, we don't need a marriage weekend. Our marriage is doing fine. Well, that's like saying I don't need an oil change. My car is running fine. Now, part of the way your car keeps running fine is you go get an oil change from time to time. So every couple can benefit from this kind of preventive marriage maintenance. But I know we've got some folks who are listening who would say, uh, I don't have a lot of hope left for my marriage. Our marriage is in a tough spot. We, we don't know how to connect or how to get along. Our communication's not good. We're isolated from one another in our marriage, and, and uh, we just don't enjoy being with one another the way we used to. I would say to those couples, if, if you will take a step of faith and come out and join us for the weekend, and, and just trust and see what, what can God do as you spend a weekend focusing on what really matters most in marriage. I believe uh, I believe it'll be transformational for you. I've just seen it happen so many times. You know, there, I, there's no miracle cure. I can't give you this money-back guarantee that we can fix your marriage because sometimes the problems run deep. But I can tell you about couple after couple after couple who have been to these events and said, we came in hopeless, and now we're leaving with hope. And not just with hope, but we're leaving with tools that we can put to work in our marriage that we believe can be the difference. In fact, what I love is running into couples now who would say, we came to a getaway 10 years ago, and God used it powerfully to reorient, to reprioritize our marriage, and our marriage is thriving now as a result. So uh, that's what we're aiming for with these events. When we return, let's talk about some great surprise success stories that you've experienced over the years, Bob. All the details about Parenting with a Purpose with Bob Lapine of Family Life, as well as Weekend to Remember, will be on the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com, also on kpdq.com and thefishportland.com. More with Bob Lapine next on Difference Makers. Welcome back to Difference Makers. Mike Lee here with the host of Family Life Today, Bob Lapine, for not one but two great events coming to Portland. Thursday, November 15th at 7 p.m., it's our free admission listener appreciation event called Parenting with a Purpose with Bob Lapine of Family Life. And it's at Jim Andrews and Mike and Lori Sheffield's church, Lake Bible Church on Carmen Drive, just north of Cruiseway in Lake Oswego. Thursday, November 15th, beginning at 7, admission is free. And Bob is also going to be here live in person for Weekend to Remember. That'll be held Friday through Sunday, November 16th through the 18th at the Portland Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel. And all the details are up on our website and our social media. And Bob, could you share any great testimonies or stories about a couple that maybe begrudgingly came to a family life event and that allowed God to turn their marriage around? This is one of the things that we've seen happen. I'm, I'm thinking of a couple of couples. I'm thinking of a couple that came. They were separated. Their, their marriage, as far as both of them were concerned, was over. And somebody had come to them and said, listen, before you finalize your divorce, why don't you just go to this thing so that when you're done, you can say, we tried everything. And so they came really just to kind of check the box 
But over the course of the weekend, God started to work in their hearts as they heard the messages and they started working on the projects that we were uh, talking about. And here's what happened. Part of the breakthrough was that on Sunday afternoon, one of the spouses, the wife, who uh, was not a believer, came to a place where she recognized, I need Jesus in my life. And so she prayed there at the weekend to receive Christ. The husband, who was a believer, but really had not had been living apart from uh, the church and, and not active in his faith, he was re-energized, and the two of them got involved in a local church and started uh, building into their marriage in ways that they'd never built in before, and and it was a turnaround for, for them in their marriage. I think about another couple who came, and they told us later, we, we didn't know it at the time, but they came. 10 days before their divorce was supposed to uh, occur. And what nobody knew is that the wife had planned that on the day their divorce was finalized, uh, she was planning to take her life because she saw no hope and, and had despair. And again, over the course of the weekend, God used the, the, the messages and the projects to soften both of their hearts. And as they drove home that weekend, they drove home with a whole new perspective on marriage and on one another. They canceled the divorce and and uh, are, are still married today. So it, it's those kinds of stories that we hear about that are the dramatic difference makers. But I have to tell you, Mike, there are, there are so many couples who would say what we needed was not a major overhaul. We just needed an adjustment, and we didn't even know we needed it. We didn't know uh, until we were there that there were issues and and what it did was it took our marriage from good to great and it reinjected purpose and passion back into our marriage so that was those are the stories that are just as exciting to me as kind of the big ones that must be thrilling every single time a different couple comes up to you and says what a difference family life has made in their lives, especially if it's at a Weekend to Remember event. So for those of us who might be less familiar with Weekend to Remember or haven't yet attended one, you mentioned that there were some couples in which one or both members actually came to know the Lord as a result. So do you see many people coming to a Christian event who aren't carrying any faith at this point? Yeah, that's one of the interesting things about this event, and is one of the reasons why we host them in a, in a nice hotel like the Marriott, because we recognize that there are people who, who aren't going to church and might even be put off by coming to a church, but they'll come to a hotel for a weekend getaway for their marriage. And every weekend we come to, there are somewhere from um, 3 to 5% of the people who are there who uh, who say, I, I prayed this weekend to trust Christ. We have, we have couples come and they're in a divided marriage where one spouse is a believer and the other one isn't. Uh, the, the believing spouse persuades the unbelieving spouse to come to the, to the getaway. And we've seen God work in those situations to draw that unbelieving spouse to faith. And we find that talking about marriage is one of those areas where people are open to the gospel in a different way because they recognize everybody wants to have a good marriage and everybody's challenged because we are two sinful people married to one another and we're going to, we're going to mess it up. So to know what to do and to know how God's grace is at work in marriage, people are open to God. If, if they understand that that's going to make a difference in my marriage and in my family, um, they want to hear the gospel in that context. There's something less threatening about hosting an event off of a church campus in a place like a nice hotel like the Portland Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel where you'd want to go whether or not there was a marriage event going on. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a, it's a great venue, great place to go. And so uh, uh, folks will come oftentimes kind of, the, 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 the conference is a bonus <laughs> the, the getaway is is really for the two of them to have a nice uh, a nice relaxing weekend, just the two of them in uh, in a beautiful hotel down on the river. It really is a beautiful place to host such an event. So I'm glad, Bob Lapine, that you're coming out to host another weekend to remember, but this one live in person. So throughout the years, do you notice that couples are different 
in different areas of the country where you host Weekend to Remember? Yeah, we noticed that, yeah, there are some geographic differences. There are people who, uh, uh, I mean, if you're doing a conference in in uh, a place like Birmingham, Alabama, it's going to be a little different than doing one in Portland, Oregon, because there are cultural differences between in different parts of the country. But you know what? Marriage issues aren't that different. Marriage issues are still the same. So whether it's issues of communication or knowing how to resolve conflict or issues related to intimacy, these are all things we talk about at the getaway. Uh, Understanding our responsibilities as husbands and wives, as moms and dads, these issues are the same whether you're growing up in the Deep South or on the West Coast or in New England or really all around the world. We do getaways in other parts of the world and find couples are very open to what the Bible has to say about building a strong marriage. Hey, Bob, have you ever met comedian Nazareth? Oh, yeah, I know Nazareth. Oh, the man's an absolute riot. In addition to being a very funny, funny man, he is also a pastor, and he was kind enough to come and speak at our last pastor's appreciation breakfast as the keynote speaker. And something that he shared with me is he's actually a friend with someone who used to be in charge of studies and statistics. And this gentleman was very good at what he did. And because of business situations, he eventually sold off his brand. And as a result of that, Comedian Nazareth kind of has the inside track. And what he shared with me is the fact that a lot of these books and these statistics are off. And the goal is not so much to be objective as it is to sell the books or sell the studies. Because if everything you thought was true about, say, marriage was factual and supported by numbers, you'd have no reason to have any interest in these studies or these resources. Well, it, you get into the statistics and you can find all kinds of, of um different ways to cut across. We've heard for years that half of all marriages end in divorce. That's that's not exactly right. What that statistic says is if there are 100 marriage licenses uh, granted in, in, uh, Pitt, in, in Portland next year, then there'll be 50 divorces granted as well. That doesn't mean that half of all marriages end in divorce. In fact, it's, it's, it, it's a total of uh, uh, 150 marriages and so really 33% of them end in divorce. So statistics uh, get a little hard to, to process and deal with. But we do know uh, certain things. We know that, uh, that couples who are intentional and purposeful in their marriage do better than couples who are casual about it. We know this, this was one of the best statistics I've seen. Um, there was a study done in the state of Oklahoma about 20 years ago. And they went to people who had uh, who had been considering a divorce and who had decided at some point not to go through with the divorce that they were considering. And they were talking to these couples, and there had to be a five-year gap between when they had been considering their divorce and where they were today. And they asked these couples, how is your marriage doing? And they had... They had um, 83% of the couples who had been considering divorce five years earlier rated their marriage as a four or a five on a five-point scale. And the conclusion they drew from that was, if you will persevere and get some help, your marriage can have a turnaround. And that's what we've seen happen. That's been true for us. And so that's... uh, it's those kinds of statistics that give us great hope. So what about the numbers when it comes to Christian marriages versus non-Christian marriages? Yeah. um, You know, the the interesting thing is that the divorce rate among Christians and non-Christians is pretty similar, but here's where the difference is. If you uh, go to those who identify as Christians and then you sort it out to those who are in church regularly, like three or more times a month, the divorce rate really drops among regular churchgoers. So just just naming the fact that you're a Christian or saying, I belong to such and such a church, that doesn't help your marriage. But what does help your marriage is regularly 
sitting under the preaching of God's word, regularly being in fellowship with other believers. Now, I would say not just attending church, but being actively engaged in a local church. That's where the differences come. So there are great differences between someone who identifies as a Christian, which to me means you celebrate Christmas instead of Hanukkah, for instance, versus someone who is actively, regularly engaged in a church. So yeah, I've I've heard I've heard people refer to themselves as, or not to themselves, but to others as what they call CEO Christians, and CEO stands for Christmas Easter only. So yeah, that, that's that's not that's not going to cut it. I mean, if if we want to do uh, do this, we've got to be actively engaged in in uh, a local church and and be involved in the ministry of the local church. Good point from Bob Lapine host of Family Life Today, heard on these stations, and who's coming live to Weekend to Remember. That's November 16th through the 18th to the Portland Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel. Just a beautiful place to go. And Bob, you were mentioning about quality time. So in your roles, with your travels, having five adult kids now out of the house, is it difficult for you to be able to turn off working in ministry and just be Marianne's husband. Um, you know, I, I think Marianne would answer that. We've talked about this over the years. She she would answer that that um, that that's been something I've been able to do. That I recognize that that what matters most for us is how we're doing, and then how our family's doing, and and what's going on at work. I mean, all of us have got work pressures no matter what we're doing. Uh, so what goes on at work really is going to, is going to happen best if what's going on at home is stable. I'm a better employee when my marriage is thriving, when my kids are doing well than I am when I'm preoccupied with issues in my marriage and my family. So I've made Josh McDowell said one time, he's, he's author and a speaker uh, Josh said one time, he said, this shocks a lot of people, but I tell them that my number one priority is my ministry. And then he said, but then I tell them, and my number one ministry is to my wife and then to my kids. And I've never forgotten that because I think when we stop and say that's, that needs to be our number one priority, and we do have to uh, make that uh, an appropriate priority, then then that's going to make a difference in your marriage. So I've tried, even though even though I'm involved in marriage and family ministry, I've recognized that I, I really don't have a lot to offer others unless I'm, I'm doing well at home. That doesn't mean perfect. We have our issues. We have conflict like everybody else. We've had discipline issues. We've had kid issues that we've had to deal with over the years. But but we've made that our number one priority is dealing with those issues and. And uh, God's worked everything out over the over the process of that. When we return with Bob Lapine of Family Life today, I'd love to hear some stories not only about being intentional in your marriage, but also with your parenting. And all of the details on these events will be on our website, in addition to the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com. Coming free Thursday, November 15th, beginning at 7 p.m. at Lake Bible Church in Lake Oswego. It's Parenting with a Purpose with Bob Lapine of Family Life. So we hope you can make it out to our free admission listener appreciation event, which includes lots of giveaways, including admission to Weekend to Remember, held at the Portland Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel, Friday through Sunday, November 16th through the 18th. And it's just a great way for you and your spouse to get away and get your relationship back on track or to just set the foundation for brand new marriages as well. More with Bob Lapine next on Difference Makers. Welcome back to Difference Makers. Mike Lee here with Bob Lapine, Senior Vice President of Family Life and co-host of Family Life Today. Coming to Portland for Parenting with a Purpose with Bob Lapine. Free admission Thursday, November 15th at 7 p.m. for our listener appreciation event. And it's at one that we call a second home. It's the home to Jim Andrews of The Final Word and Mike and Lori Shefford of Agape Marriage Connection. Lake Bible Church is located on Carmen Drive just north of Cruz Way in Lake Oswego with some awesome giveaways going on at our free event from our friends at Family Life, including Art of Marriage Prizes, 
Dennis and Barbara Rainey's new Art of Parenting and Complimentary Registration to Weekend to Remember. This year, Weekend to Remember comes to Portland's Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel Friday through Sunday, November 16th through the 18th. And live in person, Bob Lapine will be at this one. So, Bob, of the different events that you've been to across the country, do any have special memories for you? Um. You know, there there have been great locations, but the memories really are the opportunity that you get to sit down and interact with with couples, get to meet folks, and to uh, to hear. I, I always love when when Family Life Today listeners come out to an event and uh, share with with me, or in, in cases where Dennis has been there as well, where they come out and they talk about how God has used the program in their life over the years. Just a, a uh, an encouragement to us in the work that we've been doing to know that uh, there are people who are benefiting from the conversations that we have every day that are listened to there on KPDQ. So uh, I, I I will tell you that Dennis and I spoke together at a weekend to remember getaway on Valentine's weekend in Hershey, Pennsylvania. So, I mean, Hershey, Valentine's weekend, that's that's a pretty good one right there. Chocolate City, USA. That must have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, did they have any cheesecake factories there as well? There's not one in Hershey, no. So, so I was on my own. But you know what? They they made up for it in good chocolate. So, well, I'm glad to hear that. You never really have enough chocolate. So, we talk about things like love languages, whether it's quality time, conversation, gifts, or service, or things like that. So, for Marianne, what's her love language? How do you bless her best? You know, it, it's interesting because that's shifted over time, uh, and and we've talked about this when when we were in the thick of it with our kids at home. Uh, for Mary Ann, acts of service was a huge love language for me to be pitching in and involved. I used to be uh, it was it was my job to give the kids a bath at night and to read their bedtime stories and to put them to bed, and and at the end of the day for her not to have that as as her responsibility whenever i was home not traveling that's that's what i did it was great bonding time for me with the kids and it was a great break for her and that was that was her love language but as our kids have grown and left the home uh, she would say today that that uh, quality time is more of a love language than acts of service it's it's less what i'm doing for her and more about the time we have together that matters to her these days. So was there a point in your marriage of raising five kids when that changed? Was it after the last kid left the nest? Yeah, I I think as long as we were still in the engaged in the day-to-day of parenting, then I think the, the engagement and the service, uh, here's one of the things, areas where we're different. She's, she's a morning person. So before the alarm clock goes off, she is up and at them. I'm, I'm a nighttime person. I am typically still up and engaged with stuff uh, well after she's gone to bed. And, and what that has meant was when you were parenting, uh, if the kids were out on a Friday or a Saturday night and they were going to be out till 11 or out till midnight or later in some occasions, I was the guy waiting up for them. I was the guy doing that. And, and that kind of tag team parenting was, was one of the ways that we served one another in the midst of that. But when the kids are gone and now it's the two of you, uh, it's less about serving, uh, doing chores around the house or, or helping with tasks. Not that I'm off the hook on that stuff. I mean, that still, that still applies, but uh, what matters most now is that we've got time together and that we're able to talk about what's going on in our lives and that we're we're uh, spending quality time with one another. And we look forward to that. Something I think about when it comes to my marriage of 22 plus years, and I'm very thankful and blessed. God has seen us through problems, whereas we have friends, beloved friends whose marriages somehow didn't make it. So can you give us, Bob Lapine, some great expertise and advice on how to be intentional at both ends of the spectrum as newlyweds or even engaged couples and then down the line as well. Well, and and by the way, this is, this is what we're going to dive into when we, when we get together for the weekend to remember marriage getaway coming up in November. 
but I would say just as a shorthand, you need to recognize that the natural drift of every relationship is a drift toward isolation. It, it's like the natural drift of a garden is toward weeds. If you don't cultivate, if you're not intentional, weeds are going to pop up in your garden. And, and in fact, they're going to pop up even if you are intentional and you got to know how to go isolate them and pull them out when they do pop up so that the garden will thrive. Well, the same is true with a marriage. The natural drift in every marriage is toward isolation, toward hurting one another, toward saying things that unintentionally uh, hurt the other person. If, if we're not purposeful and intentional about addressing that and making our marriage a priority and resolving conflict, conflict quickly and learning how to effectively communicate with one another, the, these are the kinds of marital skills that the Bible speaks to and that that make a difference in a marriage. But I think at the core of all of it is this, Mike. I, I think a lot of us would say we went into marriage thinking marriage is going to make me happy. And then we got into marriage and we recognized that our responsibility in marriage was not for the other person to make us happy, but we started thinking, okay, my job is to make my spouse happy. And what I've learned over the years is that neither of those works well but instead, we have to say our job together is to make God happy. So it's not about me making you happy or you making me happy. It's about the two of us together saying, what is it that will please the Lord? And then our marriage reflecting that. And, and when both of you have that as your desire and you say, what I care most about, I want to do something, uh, we want to do something together that's going to cause God to be delighted by our marriage. I have a friend who, who, when he proposed, he used a verse from the Psalms in proposing to his wife that I, I thought, man, I wish I'd thought of that when I proposed to Mary Ann. It's, it's a verse that I wouldn't have applied to marriage, but it's Psalm 34, verse 3, and it says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. When that's the foundation of your marriage, when together you're committed to saying, we want our marriage to honor and please God, and we'll do whatever it takes for that to happen. That's when your marriage is pointed in the right direction. And it's not about you, and it's not about your spouse. It's about what can we do together to please the Lord. That's some line that your friend had. What a wonderful job. It's like you're getting free therapy five days a week, speaking exactly. with all these experts. <laughs> I know. It, it really is. It's been, uh, it's been a great privilege and uh, to to be with these folks, and, and to be able to contribute as well. So for those couples who have been together for a while, for decades, with kids no longer under our roofs, are there certain warning signs that we need to be conscientious of? The reason I'm asking is because I've got plenty of friends who seem to be smooth sailing in their marriages. Their kids have left the house, they're ready to move on to the next stage of life, and then bang, a complete curveball was thrown at them when a spouse walked out because they never knew there was discontent or unhappiness yeah. in a marriage. Yeah, there there are two uh, there are two spike areas in where where divorce happens in a marriage. the The first spike area is within the first five years, where couples get in and and don't know what they're doing. And then the second spike area is at the beginning of the empty nest, where What's happened is you've become so functional in your marriage, you've been, you've been busy raising the kids that you've lost one another in the process. And so the kids leave and you look at each other and go, we don't have anything left here. We, we don't have, there's nothing in common. We've been living our own lives and, and the kids have been the only thing keeping us together. And sometimes in those situations, one or both spouses get pulled out of the marriage by interest from someone else. Um, I, I would just say that this is where you've got to be intentional and proactive and know what the warning signs are and where you've got to make it a priority that, that you are going to build into your marriage. And when you know that you're drifting, when, when you know that you're feeling isolated from one another, rather than just ignoring that, uh, get a tune up, <laughs> come to a weekend to remember, spend some time together and, and reinvest in your marriage. I, I'm, I, there are other things to do. If, if, a, if a couple would say, we're going to take one weekend a year 
and focus on our marriage. It doesn't have to be a weekend to remember. But I would say do something intentional one weekend a year, no matter what stage of marriage you're in, where it's just the two of you and you're talking about how are we doing? And you get some help or some guidance in that area. Um, I think these kinds of, this is like getting your oil changed. You do that regularly. You need to do the same kind of marriage maintenance in order for your marriage to go the distance. So in addition to that, we're also excited about you bringing your expertise about parenting. So can you give us a view from 30,000 feet about parenting with a purpose with Bob Lapine of Family Life, our free event, Thursday, November 15th at Lake Bible Church? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this. We're going to talk about, um, I, I think the Bible gives us case studies. I think it gives us direction in terms of what our priorities need to be as parents. And I think most parents today um, fall into uh, in, into the pattern of having their priorities determined by the culture and not by the Bible. So the culture tells us what's important as we raise our kids and we're focused on their grades or we're focused on their uh, manners or we're focused on their athletic ability or do they get a scholarship or how are they doing with friends? Are they popular? Those kinds of things. And, and those are not insignificant matters, but the Bible says there are more important things that we need to be investing in and focused on. And rather than thinking about how is my child doing this month, we need to be thinking about how is my child going to be doing in five years or how will my child be doing in their 20s and 30s. And the Bible gives us direction in that area. And that's what we're going to be spending time talking about. How do we, how can we be uh, intentional about parenting with not just a short-term view, because it's so easy to get caught up in the short-term and the discipline problems you're dealing with right now, or the teenage rebellion, or the you know, whatever it is, the training of toddlers. All of that's real, and, and you have to pay attention to it, but you need to have it in a framework of uh, what's the big goal here. It does help to be intentional and to have a good game plan. Uh, my friend Hector over in sales at El Rey tells me that Hope is not a strategy. So when it comes to strategies for your adult kids that are raising your grandkids now, are there any timeless words of wisdom that you share with them? Or are there any things that your grandkids are growing up in that are different from the generation where you raised your own kids? Well, certainly the the culture is always going to be pressing us away from the scripture. It doesn't matter where or when you're growing up, the culture is not going to be pointing you in a biblical direction. And so we we got to be alert to that. And I think parents recognize that in this day and age, there are lots of, uh, of challenges to a biblical worldview in our culture today. But if, if I had to say, you know, what's, what's at the heart of all of this? I'd say three things. Our kids, we have to recognize our kids are born foolish. We were born foolish. And so we have to help them cultivate wisdom. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's where it starts. So you have to take foolishness, which is bound up in the heart of a child, and you have to help them develop a heart of wisdom. Secondly, our kids are born uh, self-centered, and we have to help them learn how to become other-centered. We have to wean them from their addiction to self and help them develop an outfacing, other-centered uh, direction. And then the third thing is they're born with a, a knowledge of God. The Bible says that, that we know there's a God from, from the time we're born. Creation shouts it to us, but we have the internal witness that there's a God, a, a God as well. And what we have to do as parents is introduce our kids to the God who is. We have to help them not just know there is a God, but know who he is and teach them about God. So from foolishness to wisdom, from selfishness to other-centeredness, and then from uh, from just a knowledge of God to a relationship with God, I think those are three good places to start. Wonderful tools that can help your parenting. It's Parenting with a Purpose with Bob Levine. Bob Lapine of Family Life. Free admission to our listener appreciation event Thursday night at 7, November 15th at Lake Bible Church in Lake Oswego. And you won't want to miss Weekend to Remember. So for Bob, if there are people on the fence right now regarding Weekend to Remember, whether or not both spouses are following Christ, what might you encourage them with? Well, I would say have a, have a long-term view for your marriage. Uh, 
I, I would just tell you that, that I've talked to so many couples who have, have said, I wish we had known then what we know now. I, I think of the challenges that we would have avoided if we had come to a weekend to remember earlier. And I think of the couples who uh, are no longer together and, and have come to the weekend to remember and say, I think this would have, would have changed my first marriage. So rather than just kind of continuing to slog through life and hope your marriage gets better, come spend a weekend and be intentional about investing in your marriage. And you know what? It's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be a great getaway. We'll have a lot of laughs. Some great speakers who are coming to join me for this weekend. Folks are going to love getting to know Larry and Ann Kayser and uh, CD, Claude Daniel, who is coming with with his wife? It, it, we're just we're gonna have a great weekend together. So I hope folks will come out and be with us for the weekend. Don't miss the senior vice president of Family Life and co-host of Family Life today on KPDQ and True Talk at Hundred. Bob Labine at both the Parenting with a Purpose event Thursday, November fifteenth. And Weekend to Remember, Friday through Sunday, November 16th through the 18th at the lovely Portland Marriott Downtown Waterfront Hotel with all the details at kpdq.com and on the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com. Bob, thank you so much for joining us today and also in Portland. Hey, Mike, great to be with you and thanks for the time. Looking forward to seeing you in Portland. And thank you for listening to Difference Makers. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.